Well, I should we should mention today of all days that we are a non-pedophile podcast. <laughs> yeah, because I have heard at this point, I have now heard pedophile podcast. Yes, I started listening to one. I listened to several and episodes I, of that. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I was sick, but also it was making me sicker, so I had to stop. Yeah, it, it's not the sort of thing that you get better. It's not like chicken. It's not chicken soup for the soul. <laughs> um, well, welcome to Pedophile Radio. Children, children, children. No. We've got, this is 107.7 The no. Bone. <laughs> Remember Tata Tuesdays on that? No, was that the other? Yeah, they had Tata Tuesdays. Or if, if, you, if you saw someone with a bone sticker on the back of their truck, you had to flash your tata. That's not. And they'd have guys calling and be like, I'm driving around on the Bay Bridge right now. I just had three women show their tatas to me. Like, I love the bone. <laughs> Damn. R.I.P. Um, I kind of miss radio. Yeah. Me too. Well, we are doing radio. I know, but it's not the same. Yeah. Well, I, mm, yeah, it's not, but it's, it's new era. I heard 9-11 on the radio. Really? Mm. I don't know it, why I just decided to bring that up. Like that? Like, it was like some, What? Because we were like going to school, and so like you know, you turn on NPR or whatever, oh, driving yeah. to school in the morning, and that's when I didn't find out until four days later. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How? Yeah. Well, I was in the Kyber Pass. I was on a donkey um, bringing munitions into a buddy of mine, another guy, kind of where I'm from, named. Well, his last name is Walker Lind, mm. uh, and he's a guy <laughs> my dad caves. was friends with. He used to do like my dad's kind of like a travel agent, if you know what I mean. Mm. And he like helps dudes with sort of unorthodox travel plans get to places where they need to go. Sure. Uh, and one of those guys was was Johnny Walker Lind. Uh, were there twelve guys that he helped? No, no. Are you saying I see my dad's a twelver? <laughs> no, my dad is not Shia. Thank you very much. Uh, no, I was making a joke about uh, Mike Pence saying there were 12 9-11 hackers. Yes. Hackers? <laughs> Look at that. You try to pull, You try to get smarter Pence, and God came down here and cursed you. Check that out. One tower, Pence, wrong, destroyed by the plane of correctness. Other tower, Liz, also wrong, destroyed by the second plane, a surprise plane of correctness. Me? I'm the Pentagon, barely touched by all this. <laughs> Uh, Young Chomsky is flight 893, which means they could have been hackers. Doesn't exist. <laughs> That's my theory about that whole plane. Uh, what do you mean it didn't exist? It just was never real. Have you ever met anyone who was friends with someone who was on it? Oh, well, the, a lot of people believe it was all like you know dummy bodies that were in there. Oh, I mean, it got shot down. I think. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I have a hard time with the dummy body one, but the um, yeah, it's not like it was a bunch obviously of shot like down. I mean, people saw. I mean, there were like reports of fighter jets like flying next to there it. There were fighter jets flying next to it. Yeah. I was piloting one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my buddy Goose shot it. That'd be so insane if the next, the new Top Gun movie that's coming out <laughs> was about them shooting down Flight 93. <laughs> Fuck. That's, that's such a good a, idea. That is a good idea. It's a but really you know, good idea. You know who has to be the pilot? Who? Marky Mark. Yeah. Wahlberg? Yeah. Why? Because he's like America's hero. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's he did not the like Boston it a, bombing movie. Remember? It's not like it's a plane being, you know, driven by Vietnamese people. You know, he beat up a Vietnamese guy. <laughs> okay, moving right along. <laughs> I don't know how much these jokes are. Landing. I think those are funny, but I don't know if those are get useful it landing. For us. Oh yeah. Uh, well, 
none of them landed. So really <laughs> thank you, Bryce. Um, We're just warming up, folks. We haven't done this in a minute. Uh, yeah. So I had probably one of the best Hanukkahs of my life. Everything went well for me. I got incredibly sick <laughs> from kissing a baby, no pedo. <laughs> I'm doing that now. Because I want to be clear. We were talking about some sticky stuff today. Yes. And I want to like, I don't like it either, but you know, we got to, we're people, people look to us to look at the truth straight faced and that's what we're doing. I am not a pedophile. No. Liz, pedophile? Absolutely not. I'm not even going to ask Young Chomsky. Well, okay. Jury's out, but I'll take your word for it. Uh, Just kidding. None of us are pedophiles. Um, And that's not true for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We are recording. Now it comes out. I think that you guys know about freaky shit because you're into freaky shit. I'm not into freaky shit. I'm just looking. I'm, I'm sorry. If a police officer sees somebody's handbag get snatched, does that mean a police officer snatches other people's handbags? Oh. I'm on patrol, bitch. <laughs> oh, now you're shilling for the cops. I'm a scholar. I'm, I am literally. I know. There are. First of all, what's the definition of police? A police is just somebody who has the power to arrest another person. I absolutely have that power i literally have a gun and handcuffs in my bag that i take every time i come to recording no so yes i am a police i'm just not i'm a different kind of police i just think that it's crazy that you look at me like i'm crazy that i don't know what all this like kinky freaky weird shit is just so i'm sorry because you're arriving late to what we're talking about because i'm not arriving late you are well. Both both me and Young Chopsy knew know what that is. Yes, you knew the acronym for diaper love. In case that yes, part wasn't I know recording. the acronym for diaper love. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. What does DL stand for? Down low. I'm yes, sorry. that is a homophobic term. Oh my god! I wouldn't say that on the pod. Uh, let me read you something. <sighs> Please don't. If World War Three happens. <laughs> I just want everyone in the paraphilic community to know that I would never take back my time here. I am happy to have lost my life with all of you in mind. Hashtag that positivity. And then there's a little gif of an animated anime girl shrugging. Uh, Why did you tweet that, Brace? I didn't tweet it. I've been looking at these tweets. (laughs) I got sick from kissing a baby. Again, no pedo. But I was in bed for like three days, three and a half, I didn't have much else to do. I'm technically banned from most streaming websites. I stream too much. They, they don't like it. I do several. I've tried it. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and I, I looked at this instead. Yeah. So let's just cut to the chase. Yeah. For our dear listeners. Mm-hmm. Brace has. So like, you know, what's the like serial killer show where they're like, it's like mind of a criminal. Oh or whatever. yeah, it's like mind freak or some shit like that. It's mind, mind hunter. Mind, mind hunter. hunter. Yeah. Mind freak is like Chris Angel. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. so combined mind freak uh-huh. with mind hunter. Yeah. And that's what Brace has been doing over I'm the, the past. I'm the freak hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, over the past week with internet pedophiles. There's so many more that I've even like poster put out. There are so 
many. Mm. And they're all dog shit posters, too. Well. If I was a pedophile, no one would even know, dude. I would use such <laughs> insane codes. Not that I would do that, but like... <laughs> So anyways, they're afraid of World War III, and uh, this another one. This person, judging by, they have, so the pedos are using, uh, they have two emojis that they're using. They're using the pear emoji, and then they're using the alien emoji. Don't uh, they switch monthly? They switch monthly, yeah. There's the, I think, map emoji monthly. By the way, in this, map stands for minor attracted person. Yeah, we'll we're going to get, gonna to get later. into this later. Uh, the next person, who is also a zoophile, judging by the Greek yeah. letter in their name, I hope it doesn't come that far, but yeah, Trump ninety nine has ninety nine percent started a war with Iraq now, and then the uh, sort of like backslash face. It's like the like uh, face. Um, <laughs> the face when Trump starts a war with Iraq. Yeah. Also, newsflash didn't know that happened. <laughs> um, and this person says, unless we turn into the Metro series, which is a, a reference to the video game series. Metro 2033, where humanity lives in, like, the, I guess, subway system. Actually, based on uh, novels. But, well, it's... Like a, mole people? Mole people. Yeah, some mole person move. Like Sounds lame. Game series. We will, unless we turn into the Metro series, we will lose a lot of people and almost the entire Earth to nuclear fallout. I can respect that idea, though. We kill off all the toxic people and are left with the community of empathy. Next person says, that will mean a lot of knowledge will disappear because of lost data and literature. Lost data and literature. <laughs> that would suck too. And the final one is I'm honestly more worried about lives. We're reaching our food limit already. If World War Three happens anywhere near me, I would probably just off myself. I can't survive the apocalypse. Are, we're reaching our food limit? I don't know what that means. It's, yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't get it. Maybe that's Bill Gates. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I am. So imagine that conversation times a hundred thousand mm. and you'll, you'll peek into my mind. It's your fault. My fault. You told me to go get mustard bath from the store. I go to the store <laughs> and I asked the lady working well, like who was in the this stuff works. Yeah, I'm sure it works. But I asked the lady in the vitamin section who was like a pretty girl, which by the way, I was not horny for her. But it just makes the situation worse. I was like, where's the mustard bath? And she stood up and looked at me. She's like, mustard bath? What the f- what? And she didn't say what the fuck, but you could see it was being said in her head. What is mustard bath? And I was like, I don't know. Liz didn't tell me what it was. She just told me to get it. I did. It. I said So I looked you, like a fool talking I to her. I told you the name of the brand uh-huh. and that... Pretty much all Whole Foods I've ever been to had it. Or they would have it at the one by your place. So how does that help me describe to. it? How does that help me describe it, Liz? I, How does that help me describe it? You told me the name of the brand. I, I said to her the name of the brand, Dr. Singer. And she that, that actually just made her more confused. Because she thought I was saying Dr. Singer. But in like a cool voice. So I had to fucking wait for her to get off work. Hit her in the back of the head. And no. hope that I just scrambled all her memories. Burned down the store you too. You own an iPhone, don't you? I was sick. Also, I had looked at too many pedophile accounts. And I had to get oh a new my phone. God. Anyway... Moral of the story is Dr. Singha's mustard bath really cure. It's a real cure all. It does wonders, and I highly recommend it to everyone. But follow the instructions exactly. Uh, yeah, I just ended up using leeches. Uh, leeches, excuse me, yeah, my humors. Well. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. We hello. Happy New Year, Brace. Happy New Year, and also Happy Jewish New Year. Oh. Happens three days later to think- save money. <laughs> that's not the decorations <laughs> it's true um what a lovely new year did you have a nice new year's uh yeah it was all right mm. it was it was all right yeah 
It was fun. I was sick. Yeah, I was sick too. Yeah. We've been sick. We've been sick. We haven't had time to record because of the holidays, but we're back. Yeah. We are so happy to be back. I will never leave you again. This <laughs> might leave you, but I'd never leave you. This has been talking about leaving Um, you. We have lots to get into today. It has been, boy howdy, it has been a busy Christmas season. <laughs> For the pedophile community. Yes. But before uh we do that, we should, we want to remind people that we have a live show coming up. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this thing. Los Angeles, Uh California. Live show, live ammo, baby. Yes. The Saturday night show is sold out. Mm -hmm. Well, where is it, first of all? I said it was in Los Angeles, California. That's just the giant city of like 14 million people. It is at Zebulon in Silver Lake. I'm sorry, can you repeat the name? <laughs> Zebulon. Right, no, it's actually at a place called Harris's. No, it's no, not. I'm just kidding. She's right. It's Zebulon. Zebulon in Silver Lake. You can buy tickets online for the Sunday show, which is not sold out yet. It's a day show. And by the way, it is all ages. I feel weird saying that considering the subject matter we're going to. Yes. But it's all ages. Yes. Uh, so Sunday, it's like seven seconds show, January 26th. Don't fuck with me. Yeah. It's yeah. Yes. It's yeah. Yeah. The sec- 26th. Sunday, January 26th. We're so fucking bad at this. Sunday, January 26th, Zebulon, Silver Lake, Los mm-hmm. Angeles, California. Come see Trun on live. We are going to solve, uh, the case live. Uh huh. I'm also planning on relapsing on no. uh, heroin that weekend too. Grace, stop it. Yes, That's with my. Not funny. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm doing a kind of Jim Morrison thing. Well, you know he was. What? Well. What? That's possible little CIA thing with. Him. Oh well, his dad literally did the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Yeah. So. Yeah. Heard he had a huge dick though. Anyways, uh, a <laughs> lot is so. Oh wait, we have to introduce ourselves. Liz, who are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm Brace. And my name is Liz, and I can be ungrateful sometimes. <laughs> and we are joined by producer Young Chopsky. Remember when someone online got mad at you for being mean to me? Yeah, I'm trying to bring that back. People liked it better then. I'm trying to bring back the old true and on spirit when I'm rude to you. Aww. And then you have to have a talk with me. I never did. No, she just ended up paying me a bunch of money to be nicer to her. <laughs> That's not true. It's true. Um, okay, so we got the live show news out of the way. Uh-huh. We said hello. We have some business to take care of first, some news items. Yes. And then we've got uh, some disturbing things to talk about. So our first thing up is old bandmate of mine, Ice-T, has tweeted about Q. Yes. What does I he know? I thought this was hilarious. Um he got in a lot of trouble mm-hmm. with people because he posted on Twitter, he said, Daily Game, let the haters dig their own graves, dot, 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 hashtag 2020, with a QAnon meme. Uh-huh. And all these people were like, oh my God, is Ice-TQ? Oh, like, is he himself Q? No, like, is he a Q person? Oh, yeah. Like, is he a Q believer? Dude, Ice-T is not a Q person. No, so all of these people were like, what, this is weird, or oh no, he's QAnon, or blah, 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 blah. And uh, Ice-T followed up saying, I have no idea what that is. I just liked the quote. That's fucked up, man. Celebrities will always let you down. Q people, listen to me. You don't need Ice-T. You have each other, plus you have Roseanne. I got to say, Ice-T, uh, top-tier poster. L- unassailable, on a level of his own. I mean, his handle, final level. It's amazing. Fucking incredible. Yeah. 
I could never. So even like if that. he was a cute person, I would, you know. My handle is just respect. Liz Franzak too. No, it isn't. Uh, so another one, of course, there's now a new lawsuit against Jeffrey Edward Epstein's estate. Um, won't get into that too much. Yeah, we had said that, um, you know, because there's the lawyers are trying to figure out what to do with Jeffrey's estate, that a lot of new lawsuits are going to start popping up. Which, respect, good. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But that, so there's just kind of, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more and more and more. Um, there's been, I think, at least now three yeah. or four new ones pop up. Um, because, you know, they're dividing up, allegedly, the what remains of his estate, so... Yeah, I mean, this is so. Uh, it's this is just like we've always heard with pretty much almost every other girl, except for a few like Virginia and stuff. Epstein paid the fourteen. This is from the Miami Herald. Epstein paid the fourteen-year-old two hundred dollars for what was supposed to be a massage, but ended up becoming a coerced sexual encounter. So that is one hundred percent his mo and game plan, um, and what he was doing. So this isn't really a surprising one, but get that fucking money. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, the biggest news came while we were away. And we feel very sad about that. Um, well, I was away in Los Angeles. I was doing a little filming project with a close friend of mine. <laughs> but um, our good friend Kevin Spacey dropped a new video. Yeah. Should we play a clip from that? <laughs> uh, sure. The next time someone does something you don't like, you can go on the attack. But you can also hold your fire. And do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. Uh, so this came one year to the day. Or no, yeah. Exactly a year yep. after his last video. His infamous Let Me Be Frank. Yes. Which uh, he filmed or had someone film in his uh, kitchen while he was baking a turkey, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what... And dressed in an apron and in his in character as Frank Underwood mm. from hit TV show House of Cards. <laughs> he, he sort of reprised his role in this, right? It's like impossible now for me to... Like, like is there a is line the same, exactly. between... Like, I don't understand. I, he, he should run in the Democratic primary. <laughs> he was ex- as Frank Underwood. Well, the thing is, in the last video, in last year's video, he was like explicitly Frank Underwood, right? Yeah. Like it was, it was like he's like let me back in as Frank Underwood. It, it seems that in this year that has passed since then, that the line between reality and fiction for him has blurred, and that it's he is now like there is insane. Wait, no one knows where Frank Underwood ends and Kevin Spacey begins. Um, I'm really hoping for a Bloomberg Underwood ticket. Oh my God, that would be perfect. Unity ticket. I, I should I should mention that to all the Bloomberg Facebook groups I'm in. <laughs> um, so, couple things about this video. It's great. Uh, yeah, it's insane. So Kevin Spacey. So okay, a couple yeah, couple things. One, Kevin Spacey is aware of the viral nature of his last video. Absolutely enough yeah. to plan in advance mm-hmm. and drop a new video on the anniversary of the previous video. This, If this isn't a yearly tradition, then I will ruin Christmas for from now on. I mean, so he is completely aware then of the conspiracy ideas around the video. He has to be. 
Absolutely. I mean, what else has he been doing? He had that poetry reading in Greece, but beyond that, like Kevin Spacey hasn't been doing anything else except for killing his accusers for the past year. What if it actually just took him a year to do this video? He's <laughs> just like planning it out. He's like Fincher was uh, not available until <laughs> November. What's Fincher? The director. Oh, it was a joke. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> oh, brace. I don't um, watch movies. Um. Yeah. No, okay, so there it's, was there's that point. So he's aware of that, which means that he's consciously aware of probably even more the Easter eggs or possible Easter eggs that he's throwing in the video. The little tidbits that was because yes. you know, people focused in on again that mug that he was drinking in, in the first frank. video. Yeah. Yes. And this one features what looks to be two or one dead birds in a glass i think it's a partridge in a pear tree or just a dead bird in a glass i'm not sure it's kind of hard to see especially because i watched it on my phone why would it be there well christmas or two dead birds so he's got the birds well you know who else had birds who the person who made epstein's temple what there was those birds in the top of the temple on the island. Oh, I think that's a reach. Yeah. yeah, it is. So, but I'm just saying that if Kevin Spacey is like this self-aware, yeah, like who's joking who? Do you know what I mean? Who's joking who? Liz? Yeah. <laughs> Ask me again, again. <laughs> who's joking who? Who's joking who? I don't know. <laughs> that's God. <laughs> I don't know who's joking who. I mean, the video is called Kill Them. I mean, Kill Them with Kindness. Yeah. KTWK. Which, by the way, is very confusing for fans of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I, I, is, I thought about yeah. you when I saw that. I was like, what is going to happen here? Liz is going to have a little heart attack. It's just, you know, don't get your hashtags, you know, yeah. confused. Confuso. Yeah, don't get them confused, though. <laughs> uh, and it, the video is, I've got to say, it's more menacing than his last one. Yeah, I just can't get, I, I, yeah, I, sorry, I don't mean to, like, harp on this. I just can't get over the fact that he is, like, aware of the cult around the previous video yeah. so much to release another one. Do you think he's listening to our podcast? No. But I do, if you are, hello. Hello. Um, but, uh... No, just that, like, my point being, is this whole thing just an elaborate, insane joke by, like, a fucking locked-up insane guy? Well, I don't think he thinks that House of Cards is going to reemerge with him as a character. No, so why did he release this video? He's insane. Like, That's not enough of an answer. Yeah, I get I mean, it's so it could be that he is... I mean, so if you look at any of these guys, we're talking uh, from Woody Allen... To, well, not so much Polanski because he's kind of too old, but any of these like celebrities who have kind of been like really me too'd, mm. like b- very badly, but are still kind of around, they have a ton of people online who will like kind of come to their defense. Now, whether those people are like weird bots paid by like some PR agency, or, but I'm sure there's actual like the, if you talk about Michael Jackson online, you're in for it. I've, actually, this is like what David Brock has like reduced himself to. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, I got out of politics, it's something more worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Hillary introduced me to some of her friends. Exactly. That I have his clients. Uh, but yeah, it's and so like I think there is like they see this sort of if they test the waters like this, they're like, well, maybe I can make a comeback. I think Kevin Spacey can make a comeback. I think in like three or four years he'll be back. He's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I don't know who was he in that movie where he's got the fucked up foot 
at the end? You're like, oh, it's that guy? Uh, Kaiser Soze? Kaiser Soze. Yeah. He's Kaiser Soze. Well, I believe in God. And the only thing that scares me is Kaiser Soze. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I, I, it, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. I mean, he, when he, when we, so we watched that video of him doing the poetry reading in Greece, and he was well received. So. Yeah, but it just is like it, it's going to take someone. It's going to take a producer to go out on a limb and say this isn't going to hurt. Yeah, the like film. Yeah, yeah, financing, true. Which, like, I don't know, because of the way the film industry is so, you know, highly concentrated. Yep. Now it's just impossible for anyone to make those kinds of risks. You know, whether or not that's a good thing. Etc. But um, uh, so I don't know. I, I would be just really surprised. Well, but I do like the idea of him being like so online mm-hmm. that he's just like, I gotta give my fans something. <laughs> yeah. By the way, thank you for giving us this taste, Kevin. I <laughs> if mean, you're not listening. Like, yeah. If Hello. you're listening. <laughs> uh, so, well, that's not really the craziest thing about what happened. No, you're right. The craziest, the craziest thing, thing is the next day, mm. one of his, and it's a little bit of a stretch to call this one of his main accusers or something. He definitely wasn't one of his main accusers. But a man who had famously said that Kevin Spacey had grabbed his ball sack uh, killed himself. Yeah. I don't know if he killed himself with kindness. That's still up in the air. Yes. But, um, yeah. Interesting timing. It is. It is. I mean, and so let me, so... Let me be frank. Yeah. Uh, his name is Ari Ben. Uh, yeah. His name is Ari Ben. He is a Norwegian author who was married to the uh, a princess of Norway, who, by the way, I'll get into her in a second, but is a magic user, uh, <laughs> a wizard dress. Uh, he was famous for a book called Sad as Hell. I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to pretend like I've heard of this guy before he killed himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, from what I looked into, he was like publicly, like publicly struggled with depression and his famous book is called sad as hell. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the idea that this is somehow connected to Kevin Spacey is a bit of a stretch. No. Um, and I love stretching things. Don't get me wrong. Me too. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) What? What are you talking about? Oh my God. (laughs) That too. Uh, yeah, Jesus no, Christ! He, uh, he, 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 yeah, I think he this killed himself. A free episode. That's true. More listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he. I mean, I don't think he killed himself because Kevin Spacey grabbed his balls at a party a decade ago. That, yeah. In fact, oh, no. that would give me more of a reason to live. Well, first of all, I mean, the idea would be that Kevin Spacey killed him. Oh, well, allegedly, yeah, 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 but yeah, I don't yeah. think that even allegedly is an alleged. If I don't, th- I mean, I, it was, it was, it's kind of a, it's a it, insane coincidence. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The first we hear from Kevin Spacey in a year, and the next day this guy kills himself, it is an insane coincidence. But I think it is just a coincidence. Yeah, I think so too. It is straight. So wait, let, well, first let me talk about his wife for a second. Oh, his wife, by the way. Well, his ex-wife. Uh, she um, she was married. To, or excuse me, her name was or is Princess Martha Louise. Uh, she has well. Here's a quote: Martha Louise of Norway has never been the most conventional princesses, but her latest venture will no doubt leave even her parents, King Harold and Queen Sonia, a little throne. For the popular royal has emerged as a clairvoyant and has set up an alternative school aimed at teaching students to contact angels. 
Well, that sounds nice. Yeah. It's a it's a little strange though. Anyway, she's heavily involved in a little organization that I always to, also used to work for called Goop. <laughs> uh, speaking of stretching things and eggs, etc. I know some people at Goop. You know Goopers? Mm. What the fuck? <laughs> really? Yeah. Whoa. That's a. I should. I don't know if I should say that. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's I do a big too. Company. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yeah. I fucked her. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, uh, she is now dating a shaman, uh, the goop shaman, 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 named shaman. Uh, shaman. Uh, you know what named... a shaman is? No. Okay. What? That's just like an ethnic wizard, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Named Durek Verret. Durgesh. Durek Verret. So I don't think that "kill them with kindness" was a message about Ari Ben's uh-huh. suicide. Yeah. But I do think it is interesting that just days after Spacey's video dropped, Uh it was announced that another Spacey accuser was that his estate was dropping the lawsuit against Spacey. Oh, yes. And I say estate because the accuser did. And this accuser was one of the massage therapists who Kevin Spacey, like John Travolta, was so fond of fondling. Mm. You like that one? <laughs> I don't like that. You like that. She's big grin. Um, <laughs> uh, they died of cancer in September. Yes. But let's be clear. You can kill someone with cancer. Hugo Chavez, <laughs> the guy who stole Epstein's black book, uh, possibly me if I keep smoking this jewel. Mm. It can easily poison the pods. Uh, yeah, it's poison not... Poison the pods. Poison the pods. It doesn't... Just because you die of cancer doesn't mean you weren't murdered. Yeah. So what's interesting is that actually in the New York Times uh, release about this, they uh, they don't mention this, but the Hollywood Reporter uh, actually reported that a settlement had been reached. Yes. But that's not what... Like any, no one can confirm, which I would assume would be uh, like baked into the settlement uh-huh. that you can't confirm or deny that a settlement even took place. Damn, that's a, yeah, I would well, do that if I had to do a settlement with that's someone. That's usually how they work. Yeah. Um, particularly ones of. I don't know. I've this never been nature. party to a settlement, Liz, but maybe you do know. Um, but yeah, so perhaps Spacey's message was more about him killing his accusers with kindness and the fact that he was making these lawsuits go away through settlements that he couldn't confirm or deny. Yeah, okay. I mean, it should be mentioned, however, that this is not the only Spacey accuser to die. Yes. Uh, there was a woman, Linda Culkin, who was hit by a car and killed earlier this year in May. Uh, May 1st, actually. So the proud worker who was driving that car. That was your day. Um <laughs> She was killed and hit by a car. She herself was not actually a spacey victim, but she was, as she said, she was, I mean, she got in a lot of trouble for it, but apparently cyber stalking Kevin Spacey and harassing Yeah, it's a him. very weird story. And it's like yeah. way underreported. It's extremely underreported. It takes so you a second to find she, out about it. Um, it says that she was the counselor yes. of a an alleged victim yeah. who had 
you know, come to her and, and told her these accusations um, of Spacey. And she ended up like, I mean, this is like it. This is what they say. She um, was cyber stalking him. She sent or to Spacey. Cyberstalking Spacey sent him white powder and like bomb threads. Uh, I'm sorry. If I got sent white powder, I'd be like, this fucking rocks. <laughs> we doing fent tonight, baby. No. So she actually went to jail for 51 months. Whoa. Why wouldn't they just say how many years that is so I didn't have to figure it out? <laughs> how many years? Is that like four years? Yeah. Damn. Actually, that was sentenced. She I don't f- know what she, she, she did, went I don't think far. she, yeah, yeah. But, um. It couldn't have been for that long because You know, she, I, I would assume that Spacey would get a bit of a good treatment there being a celebrity. Cyberstalking uh-huh. celebrities, a big deal. Yeah, I know. I'm, again, as terms of my settlement, which I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny, Pamela Cruz. <laughs> I am so sorry. Penelope Cruz. Well, I'm calling her Pamela to give her a little bit of. You That's know, part of the settlement. Exactly. I gotta. <laughs> fuck, dude. I can. I never remember her fucking name. <laughs> She's so hot, though. She's so hot. You can't she, remember her name. I just am blinded by her. Anyways, I'm really sorry, Miss Cruz. <laughs> no, but it's very weird. So, um, uh, she he, she ended, also had to pay like a hundred thousand dollars to Spacey. What? Because Spacey said that he had to hire bodyguards because he was afraid for his safety because of Culkin. The bodyguards were only hundred thousand. That's two. That's two fifty thousand dollar bodyguards. <laughs> that's nothing. But so she gets out of jail, whatever. Uh-huh. And then earlier this year, she gets blammo, hit, hit and run. Squished. Toyota. Toyota. Ooh. Yeah. Kevin Spacey, known to actually own Toyota. That's not. It's not true. I shouldn't <laughs> lie to people out here. Um, uh, but but yeah, yeah, and then it was like very strange looking into this. Um, it doesn't seem like this really was investigated too far. No. Uh, and they to did be frank, call it a murder. It probably won't be. No. I mean, let's just chalk it up to Spacey. <laughs> Might as well. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Some people could say that Kevin Spacey ran this lady over. <laughs> In his Toyota. In his Toyota. I like the idea of him, it's not being like a Prius, uh-huh. but being like a Camry. Yeah. A midsize. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a sedan. Yeah. Um. One thing I'll tell you that isn't mid-sized. <laughs> Young children. They're little-sized, Liz. And over the past... <laughs> you said we needed a segue. I'm giving it to you, baby. Uh, in the pa- over the past week... Oh, God. I have been doing some of the most intensive investigations, no pedo, of, of pedophiles. Not the subjects of pedophiles. Of pedophiles themselves. And let me tell you this. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, you're not well. I'm not well. I'm sick in multiple ways. First of all, I have a deadly strain of HPV, <laughs> which I got from Miss Cruz. Oh, God. Uh, but which you can neither confirm nor deny. I can neither can confirm nor deny that. Yeah, well, you, you fellas, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, but I have been deadly ill and in bed. And I uh, looked at pedophiles. <laughs> And then I found more pedophiles, and I looked at them. Yeah. And then I found more pedophiles, and I looked at them, too. I looked at their groups. I looked at their websites. I looked at... Not the really crazy ones. Uh, I looked at their forums. I looked at their foundations. You listened to their podcast. I listened to their podcast. Yeah, so everyone's a podcaster now, by the way, including pedophiles. Including pedophiles. 
They are actual pedophile podcasts. Yes. Uh, can I? Can I? Can I give it a? Uh, you know how people are like, hey, do you want to? Uh, do you want to? You know, promote anything on our show? <laughs> can I promote this pe- this podcast on the show? I don't think Chapo needs us to throw him a bone. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, anyways, uh, thank you very much <laughs> to those guys. No, uh, it is called just kidding. Maps IRL. Mm. And that stands for well. Let's give a glossary rundown before we get okay. into this. Okay. Let's maybe we should trade off here. So, okay, wait, back up, back up. <laughs> That's me backing up my Toyota. Over, no, I'm not saying it was over. <laughs> so when Bryce is saying that he is investigating uh-huh. pedophiles, basically what he's talking about is there is a um, increasingly robust uh-huh. community online mm-hmm. uh, now. Primarily on Twitter, it seems they have migrated from the now uh, deceased Tumblr. Martyred. <laughs> the martyr <laughs> Tumblr. Achieved martyrdom. <laughs> um, and they call themselves the MAP community. Yes. So MAP stands for Minor Attracted Person. Really? Just they could have done the P there? They didn't have to have three? Because Minor <laughs> Attracted Person is a long way of saying pedophile. Yes. I'm happy they didn't go with. P.O.P. What? Oh. Person oh. of pedophile. Person of pedophilia, yes. <laughs> so there, are, there's there's kind of a lot of lingo here, and we'll run you down through some of it. So okay. we, we have M.A.P. We have S.O. Map. So maps. Now, what are those, Liz? Those are semi-offending minor attracted person. So, okay, offending. What does offending mean? Well, offending, I would guess, is doing an offense upon a map, <laughs> on, a, on a P. Or an M, excuse me. On an M. If you were the P doing it on an M. Basically, yeah. child molestation in some form or another. I don't know. It's don't a little know difficult to tell. I semi-molestation means. That could also ma- like might a- mean offensive. It's a, or it's offending. So it could also mean looking at actual child porn. Oh, right. That could be semi-offending. So, okay. But looking at porn, a child porn. <laughs> Oops, uh-huh. slip of the tongue. Looking at child porn is an offense. Yeah. If that's not a semi-offense. I think that's... Well, I think in, in... in Well, we'll get to more of what they consider offenses later. No, I know. But, but I just yeah. want to, for the record, say... Oh, yeah. That is an... Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's no semi there. Yeah. Okay. So then we have no maps. No maps are non-offending. And we're going to get into, again, if that's exactly what that means. But non-offending. So they, they say that they uh, don't offend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And promote non-offense. Yeah. A lot of them, it's, it's true. A lot of them, well, in one, it's a little complicated. <laughs> but yeah, it's the promotion of non-offending pedophilia. So the next thing, is, these are some of the terms they use. <laughs> pro-contact. I just wrote here, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what do you, what is that? What do that? you think that means? <laughs> pro-contact. So contact is different than offense. I, I would guess so. I mean, the terms are used... Uh, you see anti-C is a lot of uh, uh, what they use, or some people say they're pro-C, mm. but they'll also say they're a map. So I think offending means the pornographic aspect of it, and then... And contact means like with an Actually actual- like molesting a child. Okay. Or whatever. I mean, it's all molestation. And then we have anti-contact. Right, right. Okay. Anti-personally molesting children. Under, yeah. Then they actually have something else called antis. Yeah, so that's a group that they... It, so this is different from being anti-contact. They refer to antis as a group, meaning people who are anti-pedophile. Yeah. So us, our listeners. Uh-huh. So then they also say, youth, therefore, youth rights. 
Mm. Now, this is a term that we'll get into the history of the use of this. But youth rights here means um, basically that they it's like abolishing consent laws, that yeah. the category between of like child and adult is like that that category it's distinction arbitrary. should be yeah, dissolved. Yeah. And that, you know... Like, children should be able to express themselves. Sexually. Dot, dot, dot. Exactly. Sexually. Yeah. So, it's funny. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the history there, but it's pretty dangerous stuff. They use AOA. That means age of attraction. Uh-huh. So, that they, they basically use that to signal the ages that they're interested in. There's another AO something term, but I couldn't... I, I saw it used a few... Yeah, AOC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's age of Congress. Uh, it's, uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't find it again. I saw it a few times, but mm. it's AOA is the main one they use. And the final one we have is map ally. Mm. So that is somebody who is like, uh, I'm not a pedophile, but I support pedophiles. <laughs> I don't understand. So that's your little cousin. One thing that's so wild about diving into all of this, yeah. if you can call it internet culture i don't really i, I want to use that very loosely because yeah it's a little difficult to see like actually like how robust all of this is yeah but i will say that the way they deploy uh so the language of social justice is incredibly uh unnerving it's really, really, really odd. And so, like you were saying, a lot of these accounts sort of migrated from Tumblr, mm-hmm. and they like a lot of. I'd Twitter say all accounts. of them. Yeah, all, yeah. Uh, definitely all of them. But like, uh, it is really odd. Like, it is some of their accounts are almost indistinguishable from like you know whatever those stupid like uh, woke accounts that you see, except that like they use terminology that you might not be clear about at first, and then you once you realize what it means, you get what they're talking about. Yeah, it's crazy because you'll see these people's bios, and it'll be you know like Elizabeth Warren's bio where it said, no, "I'm just kidding," <laughs> but um, you know it's got like it'll say like pronouns and all the different flags that they like, and yeah. you know uh, they're able bodied or yeah, not yeah. able bodied, communist, socialist. Uh, you know, asexual, uh, you know, non-binary, whatever. And it'll have all the listed and then it'll be like map. Yeah. Ally map, uh, AOA. And it'll have all these other things. And you're like, and, and I think like for anyone who's, um, you know, wouldn't be, and I, I don't think a lot of the public would be, um, well-versed in what these things mean, it looks like just any other, like, emoji or identity yeah. tacked on. I mean, and I think that's by design. Absolutely. 100%. Like, and so, well, a brief history of this. So, I mean, pedophiles have been on the internet since forever. Since the internet. Since the internet started. In Some fact, may say they created the internet. Yeah, I was about to say, considering <laughs> where exactly the internet came out of. And, DARPA. Uh-huh. Pedophile Central, mm. uh, but it's they've been they've been on there forever, and and you might think that when you first look at these, you're like these have to be like a four chan side. We'll get back into the history of of pedophilia in the internet in a second. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, when I first started sort of uh, coming across these, were like that has to be like a four chan thing because there was kind of a famous four chan sort of I, I guess operation uh, mm-hmm. involving this in and I think 2016, 2017, maybe some of 2018. Although it seems like it sort of died off, uh, where they were like, I, and you can add, in fact there is a 
thread that's like archived if you look for this that shows or where they came up with this where they were gonna like all right let's convince people that that uh that gay people are trying to add the p into lgbt right right that they want to make pedosexual a thing um i remember when this happened me too because it was pretty thoroughly debunked at the time yeah and um friend of the pod martin Shukrelli. Shukrelli, yes. <laughs> As I call him. You call him Shukrelli. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's Albanian. Uh-huh. Actually, I think he might be Albanian. Uh, he also like tried his own little like clover sexual, right? Yeah, he tried. To, he tried to say clover sexual. Which is what is that? So it was. He was. Try, or no, excuse me. It was clover gender. Uh, it was basically saying that like it, it's like trans age where they're oh, like okay. oh i haven't mentally matured past age 13 but i'm like 26 or whatever so it's okay for me to have sex of a like with a young kid or whatever right he said and it says he he uh you know tapped into 4chan to try to quote troll sjw's yes so what's crazy is that um, cause when we were first talking about this, I remembered all of this. Yeah, me too. And, um, and I was like, well, I think that like that map shit is like all a troll yeah. because I was, I was remembering this and, um, you know, there are some articles online that claim that the, that minor attracted persons, what is a hoax is a 4chan hoax. Yeah. Um, but it turns out it's actually not. Yeah, no, it's not. So, the, so all right, there was a hoax to try to get the flag at it. And there is a map flag. It kind of looks like the Republic of China's flag pre, uh, <coughs> pre-People's Republic founding, so before it moved to Taiwan. Like the original ROC, mm. their flag there. Um, and uh, it is, so the top two stripes are blue to represent no maps attracted to young boys. The bottom two are pink to represent no maps attracted to young girls. The inner stripes are yellow to represent childhood and general attracted to minors, regardless of their gender. The middle stripe is to represent our innocence and unwilling, unwillingness to offend. And uh, yeah, that is the flag. So the, the map flag actually did come out of Tumblr. And it came out of a, there, there's a pages archive where it came out of. It came out of like one of those you know, kind of crazy when Tumblr was really at its peak type. Social justice Social crap. justice crap. I mean, things. it is, yeah. So it really is not a hoax. It's not a hoax. And and you can see, like, I did a deep dive into each of these accounts. And a lot of them are, they, they get banned all the time and then they get yeah, sort of re-added. And, uh, but it is, it is astounding to sort of see the community they've created themselves. Because, like I mentioned earlier, they use the word paraphile. Right. Now, I wasn't familiar with this because it's a qu- kind of more of a, um, a more academic term. So, paraphilic disorders are recurrent, intensive, intense sexually arousing fantasies, urges, or behaviors that are distressing or disabling and that involve in- disabling, or that involve inanimate objects, children, or non consenting adults, or suffering or humiliation of oneself or the partner with the potential to cause harm. Right, so this is like more of a blanket term for what you would call pedophilia. But also zoophilia. Which is another thing I was, I didn't know that it was called that. I just, we, really? in my day, we used to just call it bestiality. Oh, I've, I've been done been calling them zoophiles. <laughs> really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's in, uh, what's it called? That fucking Mr. Hand documentary? Zoo. I watched that with my step. You never seen Zoo? Mm-mm. Oh, we gotta watch Zoo later. I don't want to. We don't have to. We're Do you remember that Jezebel article about the guy who had sex with the dolphin? 
Yeah. Oh, that was a big thing. People, oh, there's a lady who did it too. Hmm. She was addicted to No, he to was like in love with the dolphin. Really? Yeah, I think People was- love fucking dolphins. What's up with that? I don't know. I don't even. I you dude. If you told me to fuck a dolphin, I would literally think to stick my penis in this blowhole. I don't know where it is. Where's the <laughs> vagina? Or do you fuck? Do they have dicks? Do fish have dicks? <laughs> dolphins are fish. Dolphins are fish. No, they're not. Anything that lives in the water is a fish. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's get whatever back. they are. Let's get back to them. Yeah, we're switching from talking about one kind of pod. To another. All right. Uh, so yeah, no. These are the, so there is a the paraphilic community on on Twitter at least is is they, is it basically anybody with um, let's say an esoteric sexuality. And uh, I no, I, you know what? I don't want to call it yeah, a sexuality. Don't call it a sexuality. I'm sorry. I am I am being bewitched by their own sort of uh, framing of it. But no, with anybody with a uh, esoteric uh, urge or fetish or whatever disorder. Yeah, that sounds... Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but since you said sexuality, I think the thing that's been so concerning to me is, um, the, again, how they use this social justice language in order to uh, justify their, you know, pedophilia. Yeah. So, there's you mentioned that podcast, Maps IRL. Yes. This is um, in, from one of their blog posts. Without an awareness and inclusion of the voices and exper- experiences of mm-hmm. maps, research, art, fiction, and other works will in many cases inevitably reinforce harmful ideas about not only maps, but also other sexual romantic identities, gender, race, and disability. So wait a minute. Let's dissect that for a second. So unless that pedophiles are included, their voices are included, then in fact other... Some races will suffer. I don't really get it. They're saying that all of these things will suffer. I believe this is called. This is like a <laughs> pedophilic intersectionality. Yeah, theory. yeah. Um, I mean, that's literally what they're talking. It literally about. is. I mean, they're literally weaponizing intersectionality, and you know, um, a lot of these theories enable that ability. I'll just put it that way. Um, They continue, while I agree with Cedric that in today's society, gender is perceived as the dominant category with respect to a person's sexual slash romantic identity, and that sexual romantic identities, which are based on other dimensions, like, for example, age or species, (laughs) are usually ignored in many contexts. I also think this invisibility doesn't imply that that they are a subsidiary matter. In fact identities are generally made invisible precisely because the dominant culture recognizes their existence as a threat to its current state. Uh, let me, real quick, this is from an article called Not a Negligible Injustice, How the how Map Activism Can Save the World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I believe this is the same one in, tw- in which they quote uh, not friend of the podcast, Judith Butler. Uh-huh, well... Not front of the podcast because I had a sexual relationship with her that uh, ended badly. Yeah, we shouldn't say that. We shouldn't say that? Um, I just, you know, uh, oh God, this whole thing is such a... It's, uh, to cite perhaps a more striking example of how patriarchy harms people. So patriarchy harms uh, pedophilia as mm-hmm. well. Because they daddy-dom little girl the entire world. Mm. Uh, so... Yeah. Not only is it therefore crucial for people who might work with maps to know how maps are affected by dominant ideas about gender, 
It is an addition imperative to examine how the places maps occupy in society help them to develop approaches to prevent this kind of censorship, aggression, and violence, Um, and how maps can be encouraged to share their perspectives on gender. To move on to another important field, critical race theory. Okay. Now we're talking, baby. They're just going all over the place. We're talking critical race theory. Yeah, they're uh, they're hitting all all the... All the notes that I love to hear. Yeah, the top hits. I, you know... Fuck, this is long. Oh, and here's Dostoevsky. Um, My point is, is that, (laughs) uh, you know, (laughs) all of this link, like, this is completely incoherent. Oh, no, it doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying that, like, any of this makes any sense. Yeah. It's, It's completely gobbledygook, but, like... Uh, the the way that they deploy these social justice buzzwords and academic terms is really troublesome. And it's actually the same shit that NAMBLA pulled. Yes. Like so, this is, I mean, NAMBLA, uh, you know, we were talking about youth rights. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing that NAMBLA pushed. And it took, you know, you have to say, it took the gay rights movement decades mm-hmm. to exercise NAMBLA from their organization yeah, and from their civil rights movement. And it was very difficult. Well, NAMBLA, so first of all, for those who Sorry, don't know, yeah. NAMBLA stands for North American Man-Boy Love Association. <laughs> so, gotta be honest, a little problematic, a little American-centric there, especially <laughs> because we all know that Western Europeans love pedophilia, so I feel like a little erasure there. To but. be fair, the America and NAMBLA is actually spelled K-K-K-A. Uh, <laughs> Um, so, well, well so talk to me about NAMBLA. Rap to me about NAMBLA, Liz, because I know that you had some, after you left the organization, things changed quite a bit. <laughs> um, you know, NAMBLA was, uh, I mean, it was actually a pretty, I mean, in the it 70s. It was a pretty 16, big organization. 70s, yeah, a big organization um, was quite vocal and very out in the open. I mean, that was the whole idea, was that they had very active membership, you know, uh, lots of brochures, lots of mm-hmm. public-facing yep. documentation, um, like out in the open protests, and they kind of latched on to what was a growing gay civil rights movement. Yeah, in the you know kind of wake of the sexual revolution, in the late '60s and '70s. Yeah, and and it's like it's. There were splits and stuff back then in organizations because some would side with NAMBLA and some would side with the people who were like, wait a minute, that's not exactly what we're going for here. Yeah, so their original political cause was the total abolition of the legal age of consent. Yeah. Um, and they wanted to release all child molesters from By prison. the way, technically, that's what anarchists want. No laws, no age of consent. Prison well, abolition, no prison for child molesters. That's because all anarchists are libertarians. That's true. And all libertarians are liberals. Um, anyways, just kidding. Uh, what? We want more laws. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no. So as an advocacy group, NAMBLA sought to turn sex between men and boys of literally all ages into a civil rights issue, uh, get pederast. To come out of the quote closet. Yeah, that's something. That's a phrase they still use, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Being gay is different than, well, yeah. Being gay is different than having sex with a child. Yeah, that's literally like a homophobic like. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and show North America that boy lovers are people too. 
Uh, Nambla says that kids should be able to decide when and with whom they have sex. So, first of all, yeah, okay, so many things. W- one, let's talk about the thing you just brought up, the comparison between uh, pedophilia and uh, homosexuality. Yeah, so, because, first of all, pedophilia, making pedophilia synonymous with homosexuality, I think, is a... Uh, big mistake uh because first of all not all pedophiles are um same-sex attracted second of all not most people who have same-sex attractants by far are not pedophiles and saying that 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 like conflating the two is like that's like it's literally like a far-right like religious talking point well also it gets something really crucial backwards so and you know it it basically you know um, gay rights is good because gay people are you know were marginalized oppressed and denigrated for no reason they were victims of a wrongheaded culture yeah this is why the gay civil rights movement is important yeah right but pedophiles are not victims of a wrongheaded culture children are the victims of pedophiles exactly this is a category error children are the group in need of liberation. Children are in need of liberation from sexualization and abuse. Mm-hmm. Pedophiles are not the victims. Children are the victims. They are the oppressed group here. Yeah, 100%. So this is a complete reversal in logic. But what it appeals to, because it so- it's, it's like, it sounds almost, it's like, oh, okay, you know, if you're a fucking like freshman dorm, Mm-hmm. Dumbo. Smoking a little dope in the fucking AKA basement of the quad. I don't know what a quad is. Fucking but. anarchist. Yeah. Right? We're talking freshman dorm level thinking here. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like, you know, this, when you think about it. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, shouldn't children be, like, allowed to, like, do what they want? Yeah. It's like, no. 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 This is it's com- this is a complete category error. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's, ins- it's also, like, harmful. To people who are like gay and they try to attach themselves to trans too, which really makes absolutely no sense because that's a gender issue. I mean, none of it, it no. I mean, children, none of it makes no sense. None like, of it makes no sense. Again, children are the oppressed group, they are the victims of pedophiles. Especially when I'm around. Not, not, no pedo. I just mean I don't like, I like some children. All right. But I'm, I'm, Try to be serious here for a second. Yeah. Because in all of this discourse around, you know, and again, the use of social justice language here, whether it's with Nambla or whether it's with all this map Tumblr shit, obscures and completely distracts from, like, children are not even a group in this. No. Well, so they... They are, but, you know, it's like, it is completely, they are completely removed because they're they're just objects of desire. Yeah. And the desire is what needs to be liberated. And that's just completely one, you know, m- morally, ethically, legally abhorrent. Mhm. And two, it, it's a complete it's just a complete reversal of actual logic. The children are the ones in need of liberation from sexualization and abuse. Yeah, absolutely 100%. It, it's 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 I guess 
it, it is such like uh, to put themselves. I mean, I've seen so many times in the past week how basically pedophiles have listed themselves alongside sex workers, which really confused about that sort of comparison there, alongside uh, gay and lesbian, alongside trans people, as like just another sort of oppressed minority group. Yes. But what is like, what does pedophile liberation look like? Right? Like, there's, there was this sort of this, like, there's this sort of vernacular among, like, you know, like, social justice Twitter about, like, you know, these people deserve rights, these people don't deserve rights, whatever. And people were like, you know, pedophiles, I've seen so many of these, like, tweets that are like, pedophiles deserve rights, zoophiles deserve rights, what these other necrophiles deserve rights. What does a zoophile right look like? What right are they being deprived of right now that they should be given? And I mean, it's like obviously it's the answer ac- is like it's access to dog pussy, <laughs> to the ability to abuse. Yeah, I mean that's what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, hundred percent. I mean that's what that means. Be, um, it like really makes me sick, and I'm sorry, that's why I get so heated about this. Well, and I, they're very good at basically, like you said, using this rights language and trying to blur the distinctions between these different oppressed groups in order to sound like, um, you know, quote, marginalized groups that, like, liberals have sympathy towards. Mm -hmm. Like, we saw saw one group saying, basically saying, you know, sex workers, like, maps, and Mm -hmm. you're like, wait a second. No. What? Sex workers, that, you're, you're, that's an occupation, This is not, you know what I mean? Yes. This is not a category of, yeah, a category of oppression that you can, that that, that works one-to-one. It's just a complete conflation, and it's offensive. I mean, absolutely. It's like, here's the thing is it's, it reminded me a lot of sort of Zionist talking points Mm. where they're like, you know, you're not safe in your country where you are. Like you're different from people. You're not a, you know, your nationality is, is Jewish. It's not whatever Belgian or American or whatever. You should go to Israel. And it's, they end up agreeing essentially with these like far right wing anti-Semitic talking points. And it's the same thing. It's like, well, you're right. Like, uh, you know, being a pedophile, being a pedophile is just like being a gay person. You know, it's the same sort of thing. And like, it's the actual, like it's acceptance and promotion of this, like, you know, kind of insane far right wing talking point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just like mirrored and, and mimicked and, and, and regurgitated. Yeah. And like without introspection and caution, it goes unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it took, the gay rights movement decades and you know even after they had pushed nambla out and like tried to distance themselves the stigma of that association lasted i mean through the 2000s yeah if not even still to today so you know this is like you know the backlash to this kind of stuff can end up hurting those, like, the most marginalized groups. Oh, uh, absolutely, yeah. And that's a real worry of mine if you don't take a firm line and, you know, shut this shit out. So this will come to a surprise to no of our, none of our listeners. <laughs> uh, but there are two sort of uh, regions of the new left that uh, that really sort of had... Uh, 
some interaction with the Nambla community. Mm. Now, one of those is is famously David Thorstad, who was a he left the Socialist Workers Party in the early seventies over uh, some issues regarding their their viewpoints on on gay people. Um, but then proceeded to start a little organization, which I was part of the youth wing of, called NAMBLA. You were not, Brace. I was in Why NAMBLA. No. <laughs> uh, and so David Thorstad, I mean, this guy has written things like a book called Israel, a Setter Colonial State, uh, but also like um, tons of, of zines and magazines about man-boy love. Mm. Uh, and in fact, he is still at it. Writing for, and I hate to say this because I love this magazine and I have a subscription, Monthly Review, uh, which makes, and as like credited as a member of NAMBLA, he's written, unfortunately, for Counterpunch. And I know Counterpunch has pretty lax, you know, admission standards, so they might mm. not have even noticed it. But uh, that was this year. Mm. Uh, and it's, Yeah, it's really, yeah, the, the new left... Uh, the emergence of the new left yeah. and the, like, NAMBLA sort of... And the and the more like esoteric free love mm-hmm. movement. Emer- I mean, that's yeah. The ties. Leader of the Greens the- in Germany. Yeah, I new mean, left guy Danny the Red. Uh, uh, it's interesting because it does seem like we're going through another period of a kind of cultural, like a, maybe it's there's like a second or third wave of a kind of cultural sexual revolution happening. Well, you know. The second time is far sort of thing, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I, I mean, really, in terms of gender and... and um, Sex. Sure. <laughs> those two things. Um, and so, uh, you know, because of that, I don't know how critical people are being about, like, seeing some of this stuff creeping up. I mean, here's the thing. I, I don't think that this is ever going to achieve any real form of, um, like, mass acceptance or anything like that. No, or I don't even think... acceptance, like, radical acceptance. Yeah. But, I mean, possibly zoophilia again. Yeah, well, Cats wasn't a hit, so take one, take the L, zoophilia community. Because you, yeah, I know you were, you have your theories about Cats and the cats being, uh... social engineering sort of going behind that movie. <laughs> Did you see cats? Uh, no. Stay woke, sheeple. Okay. That's all I'll well, say. we'll go right after this. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course, famously, the Spartacists, uh, a, a fringe left-wing organization that is unfortunately very vocal, despite their numbers. Uh, they are. They were famously pro NAMBLA, as were the Committee for a Fourth International and the famous World Socialist website. Uh, let's just say Google Woody Allen plus WSWS oh, and no. be prepared for maybe 200,000, 400,000 words, uh, on his innocence, which, you know, okay, take that in a vacuum, but then Polanski also, and then all the other guys, they, 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 let's just, there's more articles about them than about like the Syrians of a war on the <laughs> website. I mean, I don't think that any of this is going to achieve radical acceptance either. Me either but my worry is and this was the same case with nambla is that you get enough um let's just say dumb dumb bird brains mm-hmm. to kind of go well i don't know maybe that kind of makes sense and they can at least visibly or somehow tangentially latch themselves onto yes, actual liberatory saying. movements that the backlash then hurts 
again, marginalized people. Well, look at Russia's anti-gay laws. It was gay propaganda. Right. That's what they were saying because it targeted children Or look in stuff. the U.S. There was a big, you know, I mean, the 80s, they used NAMBLA as a way to discredit. Yep. I mean, literally Congress used NAMBLA as a way to discredit any kind of gay and lesbian uh, civil rights Action. Little we did we know, guys, like Denny Hastert were actually using it as a call service. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, yeah, so it is, I mean, it's something to watch out for, uh, but also just look at these, look at these profiles and you will, and just like, it's, it's just insane. Yeah, if the language that you use to like speak about l- like liberation, exploitation, oppression can be... Uh, easily weaponized by pedophiles, mm, perhaps we need more concrete, specific language. <laughs> yes. And so here's the thing. A lot of these guys use terms like no maps, but in, I noticed something that, there was, that all of these accounts had in common and all these things had in common. An obsession with a thing called lolly. Mm. And that is a reference to a style of animation that Liz is famous for inventing called <laughs> Lollycon. Uh, Lolly, of course, is short for Lolita. Mm. And Lolita, of course, is short for Lolita the Young Girl from the Nabokov novel. Yes, which uh, is short for Lolita the Young Girl from the Nabokov novel Express. Exactly. Um, and, and that is a... Uh, a huge thing among this community because if you see a lot of their profiles, it'll list all their stuff that they believe and then it'll also say fiction doesn't equal intent or fiction is fiction or something like that because there is a big push to basically, uh, let's say, legalize. Lolly is legal, but they want to keep it legal. Let's explain exactly what Lolly is without getting too disgusting. So Lolly, it's a type of anime. Mm -hmm. But it... The correct term is actually Japanime. (laughs) Um, and I have to say that, look, Brace and I don't actually know anything about anime. Yeah. So um, if we get a bunch of this stuff wrong, don't get mad at us. We don't know about this stuff, okay? Yeah. So shut up, losers. Gundam Liz. What? A Gundam Wing is the only anime I know because it used to be on uh, TV when I was a kid. I don't know what that is either. Okay. But so it's like, like you said, Lolita. It's young. It's basically young anime, but it's young children. Yeah. Young girls. Uh, like expressly young girls, not just normal anime young girls. Yeah. Um, doing sexually explicit or sexually suggestive activities, or or sometimes innocent ones. But the existence of it being a lowly comic is itself like a sexual thing. And this is actually sort of where you bridge the gap of let's say the pedophile left. And the mm. pedophile right. <laughs> because if there are one thing that, like 8chan, for example, was famous for not only its lolly boards, but its child pornography boards. Mm. And there is a large sort of following in the right-wing community, or in certain parts of the right-wing community, especially the on- very online parts, of basically uh, like lolly body pedal- pillows and like lolly t-shirts and like putting lolly stickers on your gun and shit like that. Um, and so this stuff, this is actually a sort of vector into the right wing as well. But yeah, they love Lolly. And, and they have memes about how like it's better to be flat chested than to have boobs. And like it's that's kind of as far as I got with it. It kind of started depressing me. Um, but 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 the big thing among the pedophiles is that like, well, Lolly should be legal because it's art. It doesn't hurt anybody. 
even though studies show that in Japan, actually the lolly was kind of a good indicator that you were possibly going to molest somebody. Yeah, I mean, with school teachers, there was a study. Child pornography was only just banned in Japan in what 2015. Yeah, that's right. I moved to America. <laughs> no, but seriously. Child pornography was only just banned mm-hmm. in 2015. Yeah, and Lolly was not, expressively not banned. And, it, it, you know, there are some complications there among, like, whether it's a free speech issue, because it kind of is in a way, but then it's also like, eh, I don't care, because people are jacking off the little kids. Uh, and so there's Lolly, and their other thing is dolls. Right, sex dolls. Dolly. <laughs> the sheep. Yeah, no, pardon. Um, no, Dolly Parton is all a woman. No, this is uh, this is. Do you is... remember Dolly the sheep, the clone? No. Oh my God! Yes, I do. Yeah, that's that's, a, the, that's a zoo deep file cut. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, dolls are a are a a big, uh, I guess, part of this as well. And we were looking at dolls that are expressly made. To look like children and that are sold, well, I mean, if you're buying a sex doll of a child, I think that kind of... Yeah, (laughs) it's really disturbing. So uh, the majority of the dolls that we saw for sale, Mm -hmm. and, you know... They're, like, very realistic looking in a weird sort of... And expensive! Yeah, they're like $2,000. Yeah. Or 2,000 pounds, actually. I know. Some of them. And my GoFundMe isn't getting any higher. Yeah. Um, No, but they're realistic in that they kind of look like video game women. Yes. But... Or anime women. Yeah, but in that way where it's like kind of fake realistic, but still realistic. Yeah, yeah. It looks like CGI. Kind sort of. of. Yeah. But most of them are between the heights of 4'9 mm-hmm. and 5'1. Yeah. Which is not an average woman's height and not an average teenager's height. Mm-hmm. It's an average child's height. Yeah. So if you, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can see, I've been arguing with these people sort of online for the past week. If you yeah, Brace has been account. getting in a bunch of fights, mm-hmm. which we don't need to get into. Yeah, I'm afraid um, of getting sued by some of them. <laughs> yeah. But suffice to say that it's a real um, troubling... Uh, cultural phenomenon happening, mm-hmm. particularly with the anime, with the lolly. I mean, this stuff is uh, some of the stuff I've seen is. Uh, I mean, it was it was um, censored because yeah. it was that sexually explicit. I'm, I mean, I'll be honest. I, we we maybe cut this, but I saw uh, a lot of people retweeting a comic of them putting cockroaches in a uh, vagina of a young child. Of a, a drawing, lolly drawings. Yeah. So I'm sorry if you're looking at that. It's uh, I don't know. There's something wrong with you, and forever it's broken, can't ever be fixed. That's not true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but so between that and the sex dolls that look like children, mm-hmm. and basically what maps say mm-hmm. is that these items are good because they lead to non-offense. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a child sex doll, then you're not having sex with a child. I don't know. And, you I, know this it's, is like a not. I, I don't follow this logic. There's at all. so there's some there's like some moral conundrum here in that like if I I thought about this for like if I was a pedophile but I had the same personality, same mind, same everything, but my sexual attraction was instead of uh, you know mommy GF or whatever, and it was which actually there's a kind of some crossover with this as well. Uh, if it was children or something, 
what would I do? I mean, so there are treatments for there are treatments for pedophiles. One of them is, I mean, I think it's in Germany. I believe it is. They basically use drugs to make you have no sex drive. It's essentially like yeah. a sort of temporary chemical castration. It's it's sad. It's a chemical like, castration. It is yeah. like it's difficult because I, you can't. I don't think that like obviously no one chooses to be a pedophile. Uh, I mean, maybe some people do, but like I, from, from the interviews, I've read a lot of interviews with pedophiles ranging from people who like don't even look at Lolly, who are just like totally abhorrent, I'll find all of it abhorrent, to people who are much more accepting of some of yeah. the, uh, let's say, panaceas that are out there. Uh, it, it's difficult. And because I think that like you should like seek treatment if you are like this. And I think there is, like, you probably do have a ton of mental problems growing out of, like, just the anxiety and, like, the dread and that sort of self-loathing that you would Mm -hmm. feel if you feel like this. But that is not what I'm seeing from the community, specific ones that I'm looking at here. I am seeing people sort of retweeting gifts of, like, real-life little children smiling and all that stuff. I'm seeing people sort of interacting with people that are clearly pro-molestation. I am seeing people... um, basically acting like it's another sexuality instead of treating it with the actual gravity that it deserves. Yeah, and I think that some of this is in the, you know, um, you know, this idea that the problem is stigmatization mm-hmm. is such an easy thing to then use kind of almost as a, like, it's like, well, okay, if the problem is stigma, then what we need to do as a culture is just accept pedophilia. But and it's like, they snow. The stigma here is one, you know, okay, I I don't, first of all, I don't think that we need to get rid of the stigma of fucking child molestation. Yeah. Right? Um, but also, you know, what the biggest barrier isn't just cultural stigma of what I would say are seeking out larger health, medical and mental health yeah. issues. But it's also literal, actual access to... Uh, mental health services. Yeah, yeah, like free. Yeah, I mean, that's a larger, uh, you know, roadblock to someone seeking help than, you know, whether or not our culture thinks that it's okay if people post on the internet about wanting to fuck kids. Yeah, I think the main thing is that in order to stop pedophilia, free medical care. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just, like, I really hate the way that... That kind of, again, social justice rallying cry of, like, we need to get rid of the stigma. Mm -hmm. Then get, which, like, I don't, you know, my feelings about aside and, like, what that actually materially means um, in practice. uh, You know, how that then gets used as a kind of rallying cry for some really, like, just, like, no, we don't need to get rid of the stigma of necrophilia. Well, kind of a victimless crime. No, Brace. Yeah. Uh, it's just kidding. The victim is a dead body. He doesn't even feel anything. I don't know why you're being such a bitch about this. Oh, my um, God. Every time I try to say something serious, you got to... Right? You, and- you said my name. That's a prompt for me to talk. I'm sorry. You know how I work. You know how my brain works. I can't say anything else. I can't say anything else, Liz. Now you... You're being an asshole. Can I tell my zoophilia story? <laughs> 
Yes, please. First of all, I have a pedophilia story where that guy tried to molest me, which I talked about. Hmm. My zoophilia story, however, is a different one. It precedes the pedophilia story. Oh, no. Uh, I was not a victim in this. I'm merely a, uh, a unwitting accomplice. <laughs> when I was uh, a very young man, I was sent away to a reform school in the wilds of Montana on a farm. Uh, oh, long no. story short, I got put in the, uh, the horse sort of taking care of program. It was me and another guy had to wake up at like 4 or 5 a.m. every day and go shovel the horse shit and then feed the horses. But you weren't allowed to just be together alone with one other person. There always had to be three people with uh, together at the same time. You were never allowed to be alone. There always had to be two other people with you. Mm-hmm. So me and this guy, Phil, took this new kid, uh, who I will call M., out to, uh, he was new, and he looked like a pencil. I remember that. Uh, we took him out to the stables to be our third. And we were like, all right, well, he's new. We'll make him shovel the shit while we feed the horses. Feeding the horses was a job for two people. Shoving the shit, also a job for two people. But we just made him do it. Um, and so we had these giant group therapy sessions twice a week for like three hours each time. So mm-hmm. about six hours of this large group therapy a week. You were supposed to scream at the ground and like yell and you had to cry a certain amount of times or you kind of get in trouble and you had to scream at the ground a lot. And if you want to talk to somebody, you had to sit up and make eye contact with someone, change seats with that person and sit across from the person you want to talk to. But there was about 30, 40 people in every group therapy session. It's okay. kind of crazy. There was multiple ones of different groups mm. per day. Mm. And uh, so he gets up, Miss Monsieur M gets up and moves across from, from sort of the uh, staff member that's in charge of the farm animals. And he sits down and he says to her, Amy, I have been molesting the horse was named Tessa. Uh. And pandemonium breaks out. And I go, What? Tessa, of course, was a, a horse, 10 years old, dying of cancer. Uh, and what the fuck? Yeah. And he had been uh, fondling digitally. Ew. Uh, uh, Tessa's. Um, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Parts, pussy and butthole. And, uh, and I got in trouble. Why did you get in trouble? Because I was somehow supposed to know. I'm sorry, like, Amy. Do you think if I had known that this guy was fucking feeling up a horse's pussy, <laughs> that I wouldn't have been like, dude, stop doing that? I didn't know because I was inside the fucking barn. There's like, I wasn't looking. I, I, I'm sorry for having faith in people that they are not literally hand fucking molesting a horse while I'm inside throwing hay at its, it, like, are you out of your fucking mind? I, uh, yeah. So fuck that. M was M a descendant of I told the him, Russian I, <laughs> Russian aristocracy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't get fucked. Oh, um, right, right, right. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I remember telling him something at the time. I was like, "There's something broken in you that will never be fixed." Because I was so mad at him. But it totally was. I'm sure that's they'll. A, sure, that's he's harsh words never from a little kid. Again. Yeah, I know. I'm sure he's never done that again either. But um, who knows? I mean, I think kids do shit weird shit. They're weird. Uh, I never did anything like that. Uh, I did get in some trouble from some stuff there. I'll talk about that in another episode. Not that weird of stuff, though. Uh, anyways. That's a way to end the episode. That, I don't even think we have to record an outro then. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Wow, sort of a sort of a sort of a sort of a wild gross episode. Epi- yeah, 
Well, guys, we're back. We're back. We're back in black. Mm-hmm. Locked we, and loaded. We're ready to roll. Uh-huh. We got some good episodes coming up this year. We do. We're excited to spend another year with our fans that I like, but Liz doesn't. She always is talking shit about That's you That's not true. Everyone knows that I'm the sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, well, what's your name? My name's Liz. My name is Brace. We are joined by producer Young Chomsky, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jeffrey Epstein.